This episode of Innovations in Education is brought to you by Galaxy Next Generation. Galaxy is a provider of interactive learning technology solutions and school safety products with offerings that range from in-class instructional hardware, such as interactive touch panels and classroom audio amplification systems, to school communication platforms for everyday intercom announcements to instant chat during crisis situations. Their most recent product launch, G2 Secure, enables schools to have fluid communication, both audible and visual, within the building and with first responders to enable immediate threat detection for faster response time during a potential emergency. For more information, check out galaxynext.us. Okay, hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Innovations in Education eSchool News' podcast on the latest and greatest happenings in K-12 ed tech this week. I'm Kevin Hogan, and I'm glad you found us. In this episode, we take a look at some of the intangible ideas and insights that are affecting the K-12 education space right now, as well as a very real, tangible story of some ed tech heroism. Let's get to it. First up, Samir Maskey, He's an adjunct associate professor at Columbia University and founder and CEO of Fuse Machines, writes an insightful piece on the value of artificial information in education. You can find it up on the eSchool news feed under the title, AI Education is Critical for an Equitable Tomorrow. Here's an excerpt. He writes, for decision makers and citizens in underserved markets to develop confidence in AI, they need to first become aware of the possibilities. AI has been unlocked in various industries, from assessing risk and information in banking to monitoring crop and soil and agriculture. No industry has sequestered itself away from AI. He goes on, the key stakeholders to help forward AI adoption are educational institutions, corporations, and government bodies. As a result, collaboration among all three is key. This enables an ecosystem with a vigorous infrastructure and sponsorship opportunities, while also creating a nurturing environment for AI talent. Members of the community are then poised to take up these rewarding careers and subsequently uplift their communities. He goes on to talk about various strategies that all three of these stakeholders can take a look at and try to apply going forward. Again, AI, it's, it's one of those acronyms you hear and you kind of nod sagely, but maybe don't know exactly what you're talking about, especially when it comes to applications in education. But if you read this article, you'll see that there are actual real applications that can be used every day. There's another new kind of esoteric phrase that's being bandied about these days. It's a new effort to evaluate the idea of, quote, durable skills. There's recently a new announcement by America Succeeds and CompTIA. They're collaborating on ways to integrate the idea of durable skills into education pathways. This is for the Classroom for Future Workers, as well as employee training for individuals that are also already in the workforce that will help prepare them for success in their careers and in their communities. So durable skills, what does it mean? It's also referred to as soft skills, human skills, or sometimes 21st century skills, these can be kind of difficult to define or quantify. But these organizations put together a list of 10 
that fall under major themes. Those include leadership, collaboration, creativity, metacognition, growth mindset, character, communication, critical thinking, mindfulness, and fortitude. Separate research by the two organizations suggests that employers are interested in identifying job candidates with these skill sets and providing training to close what they're calling the durable skills gap. More data points. Seven of the 10 most requested skills in jobs postings are considered durable skills. Employers seek these skills nearly five times more frequently than the top five technical or hard skills. And two thirds of HR professionals say that durable skills are becoming more important and more of a focus, though half acknowledge some degree of confusion and challenges with the idea of what soft skills or durable skills are. And finally, 68% of HR professionals believe most or all of the top 10 durable skills categories can be taught. So maybe when you look at this list, it's just really kind of putting a fresh coat of paint on old ideas of what it means to be a professional, but it can't hurt. And finally, a bit of home cooking here for, for eSchool News. Uh, happy to announce that the nominations for the 2022 eSchool News Hero Awards are now open and available for applications up on the site. As we all look towards the new school year this fall, the work of teachers and administrators, both in the classroom and out, has never been so vital. To acknowledge those efforts and tell these stories of inspiration and success, eSchool News is excited to talk about the return of this program. You know, this great education beta test brought on by the pandemic has resulted in discoveries and innovations across education, from distance learning and closing the digital divide to addressing the need for diversity, equity, and inclusion in schools. So I'd like to encourage everyone to participate in this year's Hero Awards. You can find it on the tab at the top of the homepage of eSchool News. And so you can share some of the real life challenges and successes that we can celebrate and also share with the greater education community. And as part of that, I thought we'd go back and look at a little snippet of a conversation I had with one of last year's award winner. Navajo Preparatory School was one of the three hero award winners from last year. And I interviewed Sean Beckus, and Sean is the school's network administrator to discover how he and his other school leaders did whatever they needed to do to get students connected to reliable internet and other vital resources during the pandemic. It's a pretty amazing story. Have a listen. Talk a little bit about that transition to where, I mean, it sounded like, you know, your, your network setup was on campus, right? I mean, that, that there was yep. little to none sort of remote. And so you went from that to completely remote to where you now had new IT staff, which was mom or dad or a guardian or an adult or somebody who had to physically kind of manage the technology in these remote locations, uh, you know, in the kids' houses. Talk a little bit about how that changed uh, the scope of your work. <laughs> yeah, so that's how you put it. You put it the best way there. So basically our campus network basically extended all the way into Arizona now into the other states. So we had to support all those, all those areas now, because we, we were based, we were, our staff was working remote too at that time. So we were all working from home. So all the students had their, their hotspots and their laptops at home, of course. And, you know, there were still at that time, you know, the kids really helped a lot. I think they really, 
they really did all they could to try to to meet us halfway to try to get through it to finish up that school year really you know we had reports some kids were going on top of their houses just to get a cellular signal with those hotspots just to download emails just to upload their homework you know or they would they would drive out to the the dirt road where the the highway actually is to try to find that signal where they could send an email or download a message or whatever they needed to do for school and you know we still had some students where we had to send out flash drives and you know we were back to the old sneaker net days sneaker net, yeah you know, there was just some situations where we couldn't push software you know we we had to deploy software which over their connection you know basically on the low end you know some of these kids were getting i'd say one half a meg probably up to two megs with those um those initial devices that we had. So, you know, we did all we could, you know, the, the teachers were still used, learning to use Zoom, you know, the kids were learning to use Zoom, you know, a lot of them had to do the video off and they had to call in just to get the audio because, you know, once we started rolling with that and we kind of got it working to where they could do some class, you know, we got hit by all the, uh, the data caps on all the cellular devices. So that, slowed it down even more so it was just really you know we fix one problem and another one comes up and we just had to keep keep rolling with it so as as our team you know we were working from home so you know our our cell phones were blowing up and we're just really giving live support to the students and the staff you know and we did at that point i don't think we really did any um driving at that point because um the navajo nation was on complete lockdown so um, basically there was a curfew. You couldn't um, be, I think it was like, it closed like around seven at night. You know, they didn't want anybody on the roads at all. So that, that didn't help us either with the students trying to get um, Wi-Fi and, you know, going to the roads. Pretty impressive stuff. Again, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the entire conversation. It's up on, under the Hero Awards program tab and hear not only his story, but the other schools that really showed great amount of heroism during 2021. And I know that those works of heroism continue to this very day. So again, think up your stories, think up your great educators and pass them along so we can celebrate them. And that about wraps it up for this episode. Be sure to check back on eschoolnews.com for all the latest and greatest news and analysis for what's happening in the edtech space. And with that, I'm Kevin Hogan for eSchool News. Once again, this episode was brought to you by Galaxy Next Generation and their most recent product launch, G2 Secure. Go to galaxynext.us and get your school a complimentary one-year subscription for its G2 Visual Alert Security Solution, a cloud-based tool that can send visual alerts or announcements to any internet-enabled device within a school or district that disseminates a lockdown message throughout the building within seconds of an indicated threat. That's galaxynext.us.